1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On the day we hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst For the first time as Rangers manager He was not happy with what he witnessed yesterday As his new team were well beaten by Hibbs in the League Cup semi-final Jack Ross's men will now face Celtic in the final After the Hoops saw off St Johnston Motherwell were one of the big winners in the league As were Dundee United who won a fiery and controversial game Against Aberdeen, nine Gordon, Duncan
2: Joining me tonight is Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans Cabbage and ribs will be on the Super Scoreboard menu tonight. I can't help but think, where did that dazzling performance come from where Hibs were concerned? And where did that dire display come from where Rangers were concerned? Giovanni van Bronckhorst on the coaching field tomorrow for the first time and there's plenty of work to be done. Several Rangers players need to improve dramatically. Before the European tie With Sparta Prague If yesterday Was an indication Of their appetite And ambition Then they need to be moved on Or else Blasted out Of their comfort zone The Rangers fans Must be stunned By static Sunday
3: Yeah it was another Big weekend of League Cup And SPFL action Gordon Mother will take uh, Care of uh, Hearts of a 2-0 home win Tamco's boys Are back to winning ways In a fiery encounter With Aberdeen up at Tannadice Nicky Devon's late strike Secures a point for uh, Livy and Celtic sub James Forrest comes up with the all-important goal Which secures a place in the League Cup final And Rangers fail to turn up as Martin Boyle secures a place And the ball uh, with Hibbs uh, taking
1: care of Rangers 01419511025 That is the number you need uh, to get in touch tonight I've got a funny feeling, I'm looking at the phone lines already And <laughs> uh-huh. maybe a little bit on the busy uh-huh. side It was always going to be a significant day The first time Giovanni Van Bronckhorst speaks as Rangers manager To the wider public in his press conference Chance for him to be questioned on a number of topics. We'll let you hear all the, the key points from that. So make sure you stay tuned. Uh, and also, what about the weekend's football? Rangers fans, what on earth went wrong yesterday? How bad was that, and what were the reasons for it? And what now needs to change going forward? Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Celtic fans, back into another cup final. That that was normal service up until last season. How does it feel to be back there? And on to the league action as well Motherwell Dundee United The big winner So lots to get through 0141 951 1025 Give us a call right
2: now Hugh Keevans Your result of the weekend Please Even I Could not be contrary enough To come up with any other result Other than Rangers 1 Hibs 3 Hibs no game for three and a half weeks And then came out And were Stunning
3: yeah I would uh, Concur with Hugh I don't like to agree with him I'm going to go for M- Motherwell uh, The performance at home Against Hearts Was really
2: impressive Okay Hugh Your goal of the weekend Jamie McGrath Get St Mirren Against Livingston It had everything It had precision It had accuracy It had imagination Well done Jamie Goal of the weekend for you, Alex. Yeah, Ray. I'm going to go
3: for the equaliser, Gordon uh, Devlin, Nicky yeah, Devlin, nice straight from the edge of the box, pile driver right across the goalkeeper and uh, give him no chance. And then you know it was a, a worthy contender for the goal of the weekend.
1: This is the best bit. Those two are just the starter now for the main course. Wow. Your howler of the weekend that can be whoever you want: goalkeeper, strikers, referees, something outside the box. Who is the
2: recipient of the unwanted howler of the weekend award? For me, Bobby Madden, the referee at Dundee United Aberdeen The price of restraint on the part of a player Cannot be retribution for that player There are some cases that are so extraordinary That they have to be looked at in a unique way Funzi Ojo did not deserve to be sent off Aberdeen were hard done by on that occasion The minute that players are not safe on the park we don't have a game anymore. I thought you might say that. Alex Ray, you're I'm, howler.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go for a collective uh, one, Gordon. I'm going to go for Rangers overall. I thought they were extremely poor. Howler, the weekend contender. And I think most of the fans will not cover it up.
1: 01419511025. We'll find out, Rangers fans, where did it go wrong yesterday? What have you had to make of Giovanni Van Bronckhurst's opening remarks as a Rangers manager? Well, let's find out from... Uh, A man who heard it all from the horse's mouth Our reporter Andrew McLean Was inside Ibrooks today For Giovanni van Bronckhurst's opening press conference Uh, Set the scene for us Andrew What was it like?
4: Yeah, well, it was a pretty typical Rangers manager unveiling. You can imagine all the elements. The blue room had been transformed into a media room. There was the sponsors' backdrop, the top table, photographers' cameras, the wider media invited into this one. Giovanni van Bronckhorst sat in between sporting director Ross Wilson, who was influential in the appointment, and managing director Stuart Robertson was on the other side of him there as well. They fielded questions for. About half an hour, Giovanni van Bronckhorst. He was very calm in his approach. He's obviously very experienced at dealing with the media from his time as a player and his time in management at Feyenoord as well. One of the obvious questions that was going to get asked was about the game yesterday. Ross Wilson was telling us that van Bronckhorst wouldn't have been eligible to step in at half-time. Like some people had suggested, his work permit process only uh, concluded this morning, so that wouldn't have been possible. But there was also big question marks over Conor Golden's post-match comments he said the squad had, had lost a bit of hunger and the rangers boss says he'll look every player in the eye tomorrow when he meets them for the first time and tell them they need to do everything to be successful at the club
5: you know it's a great squad you know they, they won the league last year you know the second year to be champions is is more difficult but uh, you know we're still in the in a good place of course not happy with the result yesterday you know i can think i can see some things i want to change or we have to be better at but uh, as as my first meeting with the. Uh, where the players will be tomorrow. So I think it's uh, it's better to tell them first and to look them in their eyes and to make sure that we are from tomorrow on, we do everything to be uh, successful with this club. I prepare them in their their attitude, their hunger. As a coach and player, I, I, I think the hunger has, has to come from within yourself. That it starts with it. That would make it a lot easier for me as a coach. You know, if something, you know, um, of some player things, Otherwise, you know, then then they will have a tough manager in me.
1: Interesting stuff. And clearly, lots of Rangers fans not happy
4: with what they witnessed yesterday. Andrew, what else caught your your eye or your ear? Yeah, well, managers and players often get asked at the arrival at a club if they spoke to anyone with a club connection, to get a feel for things, to sound them out, to ask them any questions about it. Interestingly, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst said Stephen Gerrard, had got in contact with him. Steven Gerrard had been quite firm in his first Aston Villa press conference, saying he wanted to make sure he only talked about them. Although behind the scenes, he did have one eye on things up here. Van Bronckhorst saying he got a message from Gerrard and that he expects him to be in touch again.
5: He sent a, a message, you know, by email, which was really nice. And uh, of course, for him, he also a change in, you know, in in, in clubs. But, uh, you know, I think we will be definitely in contact in the coming coming weeks to talk about stuff. You know, he's done a really great job, you know, uh, at, uh, at Rangers. Now moved to the Premier League, to Aston Villa. So I personally wish him all the best. And, uh, you know, there will be some contact in next weeks, yes.
1: Hmm, interesting. I'm sure the Rangers fans will be delighted to hear about the, uh, the discussions uh, that are taking place behind the scenes there. Um... What about in terms of backroom staff and personnel, Andrew All these types of things um, Further details, any of them added today?
4: Yeah, well, Giovanni van Bronkhorst has confirmed some of his backroom staff who were actually stood at the back of the room today. Roy Mackay, a, a name many uh, might recognise, a former Bayern Munich striker. He joins his first team coach, Yuri Barschart, who has formerly worked with Giovanni van Bronkhorst as well. He's a new performance analyst at Rangers. And Arnold Phillips is the third that was confirmed today. He's the new fitness coach at Rangers. And as I say, I don't think those will be the only appointments. They could be looking into one more from the continent. But well, the club are open to a, a local coach as people brand it someone with experience of of Rangers or the Scottish game, I've seen a a few of those names banded about and you always wonder what other changes the manager will make, will he rip it up, you know the whole old regime to put his own stamp on it is it a case of trying to find that consistency with such a quick turnaround, who the captain is, is sometimes uh, a big talking point as well, we've heard Rangers fans on Super Scoreboard before talk about their thoughts on James Tavernier and his credentials to be the man with the armband Van Pronkhorst confirming he'll be the Rangers captain going forward and that their
5: relationship is key. We had a, a meeting this today uh, with Tavenier and of course he's the captain you know I think he's an important uh, player an important member of the squad so uh, you know I think the relationship between captain and, and coach has to always be a good one uh, but not only with him but also with the squad but he's you know very influential you know uh, as a captain and also in the way bring his place so uh, it was a good meeting and you know I saw some uh, other players who were already at the training ground. but we'll meet with everyone tomorrow
1: Got some more clips we'll play later on in the show Andrew but before we let you go anything else that caught your eye anything else you uh, would like to share with the class?
4: I mean, as I say, you know, he was, he was very calm in his approach, very determined going forward. He knows it will be a, a quick turnaround. Only meeting the squad tomorrow. An interesting point as well from Ross Wilson, the sporting director, saying that you know they have had their, their talk about going forward and, and the mandate. The mandate is they, they don't need to sell players, is what he says going forward. Giovanni van Bronckhorst is told that in the January window, and going forward, he won't need to sell players. That's that's not a, in the mandate for the club. So that's a, an interesting point as well. That I'm sure I'm sure people may well pick up on.
1: Interesting indeed. We'll get your thoughts in Rangers fans. What did you make of what you had to hear from Giovanni van Bronckhorst 1419511025 and all feeds into the same discussion. What will he have witnessed yesterday? If you were him, how would you be feeling? Uh, about what you saw yesterday Pick up that phone and let us know We'll get to the, the game yesterday in detail I'm sure, Hugh What jumped out at you there From the opening remarks at the press conference? Uh,
2: well, first of all uh, the, the the attitude shown by some Rangers players uh, Giovanni Van Bronck saying that uh, If their attitude does not uh, appeal to him Then they will find him a difficult manager I thought that Conor Goldson's remarks After the game were ill-advised Uh, And better left unsaid To say that the Rangers players Had lost their hunger Come again They have only won One out of ten trophies now If you take it back to the start of Steven Gerrard's time at the club One out of ten If that's your hunger satisfied Then winning ten in a row uh, I know it was what the Rangers fans Craved However That cannot be Cannot be The extent of their ambition And hunger Alex, what did you make of
1: what Giovanni Van Bronckhorst had to say?
3: Yeah, listen, I think there was a couple of things that he clarified there. He, he's obviously going to look the players in the eye, Gordon. Uh, on the back of the Conor Goldson comments yesterday, you've also got the interesting thing that he's met Tavernier, and then the, you mm. know, uh, I think I, th- I think he's desperate to get to work, Gordon, because I think there's yeah. a lot
1: of work being done. Yeah, let's go to the phones, 01419511025. Tam is in Barhead. Tam... Sum up yesterday if you can And be semi-polite about it It's a family show
6: Well I think No, I don't think I know the best team won Won in park yesterday So they did I'm not going to dispute that Tavenier, Golsen, Barisage, Morelos Should never have started that game I've said this for weeks now Golsen is just a liability at the back So I don't know why They keep going with him Constantly And Tavenier as well I mean The first goal He could have headed that away it we went with the chest. It we went nowhere, um, and then they, they took over the three best players as well, which was Kent, Arfield, and um, Adibal. So I don't know what's going on in that park at all. Uh, I don't know if it's just me or do you agree, Alex? Do you agree?
3: Yeah, listen. I think uh, listen. You're you're talking about taking out maybe three or four of the the players that have been playing on a regular basis who are now top of the league, Gordon. So Tavernier's a top assist. I think I agree with uh, Tam's comments. I think he should have picked up the flight of the ball I don't know if he was anticipating a touch in front of it
1: It looked like he was trying to chest it back to the keeper Did that surprise you in that moment? I actually thought he
3: got caught by the back of his heels And I think if he expects uh, either Portis or uh, Baligan To get some sort of contact on that He doesn't do either or And then I think the culmination on the back of that I think Kamara uh, initially has uh, Boyle Mm. And he just skips in front of him He's more alert and uh, So Kamara doesn't do his job either So I think it was a culmination of... uh, Firstly, uh, uh, Balligan is not strong enough He he goes to ground Tavernier doesn't deal with the second ball And then Kamara doesn't So, you know, and you've got to tap Mm. in from a yard You know, that ball's travelled a long way Gordon That's about 40, 50 yards That that ball's travelled And nobody can put their head on it So first and foremost Giovanni says That, you know, he's looking forward to getting in tomorrow And getting work with these guys My suggestion is that you have to go to work ASAP on that backline The manner they're losing goals And the first goal I think it's more than I think it's run about half their games 50% of their games are conceding the first goal No matter what way you go Gordon in football You cannot afford to lose 50% of the goals in a game And it'd be expect, expect to be successful I mean
1: you were used to Rangers Losing the first goal in a game oh. I think it's six in a row But they then lost a second And a third before <laughs> half time On a day when the new manager Was watching And you're trying to impress And on a day When you're trying to get Into the cup final Amidst all this Criticism that You've not been good enough In domestic cups Over the last few seasons
2: All of that put together, how bad was it? Shocking, because you had Giovanni Van Bronckhurst there taking notes, mental notes, written notes uh, and you're supposed to be there to impress the guy. You know, collectively to be as bad as they were on the day when you are trying to make the first impression and the saying goes that the first impression is a lasting impression there are some people there in that team uh, who are on borrowed time Surely I do understand that Rangers say There is no need to sell players In the January transfer window Whether they have the facility To buy players In the January transfer window Is another question But They don't need to sell players However Some of them would be better Getting moved on now Tam Is it the type of performance That,
1: that worries you going forward Or are you confident The new manager can Fix whatever happened yesterday Well that's been about um,
6: six games, seven games, something like that. They've conceded every game they've conceded now, um, and they've not been up to their top performance um, since the start of the season. So uh, I'm worried. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to lie. I am worried going forward. Um, we need to sell some of the players in January and bring in a lot of kind of fresher squad. Maybe two, or three uh, players coming in. Hopefully. See what what happens
1: then time will tell Thank you Tam and Barhead 01419511025 Lots of you trying to get in touch We'll speak to John next
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray Are here It's 01419511025 On the phones That's the number John in Maryhill Has dialed What is on your mind tonight John?
7: Hi good evening guys Thanks for having us on again um, just on the back You've just been listening to some of the callers And Alex and Hugh uh, uh Defence is absolutely shocking um, But my point First point is So that I can try and be quick and get other people on uh, Connor Goldstone comes out And makes a complete Ridiculous uh, comment Regarding the team One, he's not even signed a contract as far as I'm understanding Two He's coming out with Comments that should never be put out in media That should be kept in-house And what I can't understand is You've got Bathy Who has been in the team and played well when he's come in He's been left out Patterson, who we all know We're all ranting and raving He's a young lad But in my opinion and many others He's established himself as a, a first-team regular And what I can't understand is As Alex said earlier on The defence is losing goals Left, right and centre we're all over the place. We're vulnerable and teams will have a go at us and punish us and that is quite clear on his losing goals after five minutes, seven minutes, etc. So that was my point, basically. What bit, just,
1: Sorry to interrupt, John. What bit of, of Conor Goldson, what, what comment annoyed you or, or worried you the most?
7: Well, when I say annoyed, I just pick bits and bobs up and I say that to your caller before I come on. I'm um, understanding as he's come out and says, the morale of lost we've lost our grip, basically hunger, we've lost yeah. our, our mojo, we've lost our hunger, but whatever way you want to put it in. Uh, that's a guy coming out and saying that, which should never have been said in the public domain, actually been kept in house amongst themselves, players, coaches, etc.
2: That's
1: an interesting way of looking at it because actually... Um... Rangers I believe opted not to Put anyone in the, the sort of traditional Post-match media conference After the game They just wanted to fulfil contractual obligations Stick Connor Goldson in front of Premier Sports He'll be a safe pair of hands He won't say anything daft I, I'd imagine that was the thought um, And
2: I'm not sure that's worked in the eyes of, you can only of quickly, The Rangers fans Under those circumstances Gordon You can only quickly uh, coach them uh, you know, If someone had said Look whatever you do Don't say We've lost our hunger Is that the bit That jumps out for you The hunger Without doubt doubt, Because it's so easy To ridicule What you said I I fully understand That that players are Professional sportsmen And not professional journalists But if you give it Half a thought Then you're Giving everyone The chance to say What do you mean, lost your hunger? You've only won one of the last ten trophies One out of ten So, the winning of that one trophy Albeit the most important one Mm -hmm. But the winning of that trophy Are you telling the public at large That that's it? Your hunger was satisfied then? There are a few bits, Alex I mean, I'll, I'll kind of skim
1: through No one can hold their head high The first two goals are from a corner, people are in the wrong position, we worked on it, people are in the wrong position If people don't want to follow instructions, can't blame the coaches We can be in there at half-time and say, believe in ourselves, blah 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 But the game is over at 3-1 down at half-time Tell that to the 35,000 Rangers fans who uh, who felt that the game shouldn't have been over at half-time or that you could get back into it Is that the problem?
3: Gordon you're led to believe This guy's one of the leaders In the dressing room You know we hear it last year Steven Gerrard says He's been monumental He has played the line share I think it's 51 out of 52 uh, European games in the bounds Another one was due to Covid When he comes out and says yesterday That there was a lack of hunger Right away your ears prick up Because oh. I think to guys in, of yesterday Richard Goff Bomber Brown Ian Ferguson It's not even words that they would utter At any point So you have to get an understanding Hugh makes a very good point That this crop This group over the course of 10 uh, cups up for grabs of one won one And for the hunger If it has To drop Then you actually step back And you go right hey, Giovanni's going in today uh, 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 Sorry tomorrow To address the players You look at the previous The last six games He says I've looked at recent games I want to try and get a flavour of things And they've conceded uh, The first goal in the last six games And then you look at Scotty Arfield Who did the uh, uh, in-house media And he says the standards have dropped so not only are you having to deal with um, losing goals on a regular basis, which is the most important because that is a foundation to actually mm. get results uh, going forward. Then you're looking about and going, who is this guy talking about? Who is the players that are actually not got the hunger? And I I, I think he's totally misread this situation because it looks to me as if he's looking at other individuals and he's going, they're not picking up, they're not doing this and they're doing that. My suggestion to corner Goldson is have a look in the mirror. Take responsibility for your own performances because he's most certainly dropped his standards as well. Now I think he's a, a decent player, but this doesn't bode well because the fans will pick up this stuff. It looks it looks weak to me, and
2: I think I think it, it was totally ill advised as you says. The point that John makes about uh, Conor Golson's contractual situation, which is that an offer has been on the table for months now, and he has yet to commit. Uh, it also gives fans like John the chance to say. This guy isn't interested in Rangers anymore. Just have him away in January. Yeah, I mean, John does it. Maybe this is the
1: easy conclusion to jump to. Maybe I am, or by even suggesting it, I'm putting two and two together. But w- when you hear that, does that make you think that Conor Goldson won't extend his contract at Rangers? Is that an, a relationship that's about to come to an end?
7: See, honestly, right away for the call. It's not here to slaughter the, the team. You know, we want to back them up to the hilt. There's obviously something clearly going on in the background that nobody knows apart from Rangers or management in Goldston. For me, he's been absolutely dreadful all season. The, the defence has been dreadful. There's obviously something going on Is he holding out for a move. If he doesn't want to sign for Rangers, get shot of him. Sell him in the January. Get the money from him. We need to build strength and strengthen anybody because our defence is a shambles. And as I said, maybe when, uh Vanny Van Bronckhurst now comes in, he's been in today... He'll look at the Partisans, he'll look at the basses, He needs to change it. Let's not kid ourselves, his manager's going to um, drop a captain. It doesn't really happen, does it? But Tavernier also has been really poor. But they'll probably no drop Tavernier to put Partisan in. But they need to shape it up. But regarding Golston, he's made a rod for his own back. He's clearly opened his mouth when he shouldn't have done so. He's not signed a contract. And the show says, he's given the Rangers fans to jump on something because it's wrong at all levels in my opinion as a Ranger supporter mm-hmm. and I think it's clear for all the cause including yourselves what I'm actually trying to say which makes complete sense
1: yep very passionate stuff John thank you for your time this evening what about Thomas and Govan Thomas how would you sum up your feelings at full time yesterday Just try and sum it up for us
8: Gordon um, first of all um, I wish Giovanni Van Bronckhorst all the best uh, Coming to Rangers, hoping every success. Um, John stole stole a lot of my thunder there, Gordon. To be honest, um, regarding I was I was just about to say most of the points he was making there, but I would say, um, I wish Steven Gerrard all the best at Aston Villa because he must have seen the cracks in that team. He must have seen the cracks, and that's how he's partly moved as well. Obviously, his family are done that way, and he's moved for different reasons, but. Rangers haven't kicked a ball the whole season. As a Rangers fan, we've went behind so just about every single game, and then we're having to chase the game. And half the players, I don't know what that Golson's all about. Coming out with that ridiculous statement. There's morale on the team. No, they've no, they've not got the same gear up to go and win the games. And why you're, you're that, you're pulling that blue jersey on? You're getting paid to play for Glasgow Rangers. That's that's most boys in Govan's ambition to play for your team. And fair enough, he's not fair Govan, but it doesn't make a, it doesn't make a difference. Once you step on that park as a football player, it doesn't matter who you're playing for. You try your hardest to win the game. There's there's lack of ambition. And honest to God, see if I was a coach, well obviously, but. Gio needs to go in there, and it's going to take a wee bit of time just to sum up these players for his, for his respect and his point of view, but I wouldn't even mean, have half of them. If they want to go, if there's are morale there and they don't want to beat Rangers, you can't sell your whole team, but half of them shouldn't be playing for Rangers, and if they don't want to be there, if you get the money for them, let them go, especially start with the defence. McGregor needs to retire. He's been a great servant to Rangers. But he needs to retire and start at the back and working away through the team. The star man yesterday was Stephen Davis, dynamite, absolute gold star. How he never get? I know that wee boy scored a hat trick yesterday, but Davis was outstanding. He was, he was like one against eleven. Well, this
2: week was. Thomas, if you cast your mind back to Stephen Gerrard's first Aston Villa press conference, he said, "I had a remit at Rangers, and the remit was to win ten in a row." I Stop stopped 10 in a row And I fulfilled the remit Therefore, Steven Gerrard was, if you like As guilty as the Rangers players yesterday Who thought that their hunger had gone a bit Steven Gerrard's job was to take Rangers on From stopping 10 in a row To use the one that he had To build towards 10 in a row for Rangers But he said I had a remit. I fulfilled the remit, and that's the mindset that some of these Rangers players have now. I mean, Alex, lots of callers and Thomas being
1: among them, and looking at Connor Goat and talking about sort of hunger and desire, and you should be trying hard. You know, this is Rangers. Yeah. You pull the shot on, all that sort of stuff. What about the what about the technical side of it, though? What yeah. about what it's... about your footballing ability? That not everything and I know it's a, an important part, but not yeah. everything comes down to endeavour. Yeah there's got to be more to it Tactically are Rangers still yes. in the same place are, are are the players pulling off the same stuff that they could do last season Are they getting themselves in the same areas Are they producing yeah. the same moments of quality Because even although the focus is on Goldson and Tavernier Thomas has thrown in yeah. McGregor it was, a pretty, it was a very blunt attacking display yesterday
3: Yeah I think they opened in a few minutes I thought it was a, a bit of intent by Rangers But once they, they conceded the goal Gordon uh, and I have to say I thought Nesbitt and Boyle Absolutely terrorised them Their movement uh, The link play What uh, Nesbitt did is Alfredo never done it At the other end You know he was linking the play He was flicking it round the corner And things and he, and he just could not cope With them. The, the movement And uh, I don't think it was Partly due to Endeavour You know they're still charged about They're taking the game In the second half But by that time The game's gone uh, And it has gone um, and it's interesting because Because of the post-match uh, Comments about You know We're looking at half-time 3-1 We just We kind of get back in the game I find that astonishing I mean re- literally astonishing uh,
1: I was See if you just take it from a A so-called Wee team's fans perspective I'm Not saying Hibs are a wee team They're not as wee as my team There was always that fear actually That even Even 3-1 With fa- Five minutes to go You yeah. think If Rangers can nick one now Oh, you, you feel you're in trouble So for Conor Goldson To say at half time They felt the game I, was I, over God, That, that did surprise me I, I found admit. it
3: ironic That that he had the best chance In the second half When it pitched yeah. him like, Six yards down the balloons over the bar and, and when I'm thinking to myself Three or four minutes to go I think it was five minutes uh, Injury time as well You're thinking The kitchen sink Would have been thrown at it At that point So to say that at half time It was uh, done and dusted I think that's what Wrangles supporters Gordon Because you don't want to hear that yeah. There's 35,000 fans In that stadium yesterday Fully backing the team and then all of a sudden you get guys come in going out oh, at time it's not looking great for us. That that, that that stuff does not wash.
1: Thomas, I appreciate it's easy or easier to do this with hindsight. Do you think the disruption, Steven Gerrard leaving, no permanent manager in the dugout, do you think that stuff has an impact on days like yesterday?
8: Um and yesterday's performance, no, but um, as I said, Gordon, uh, beforehand, uh Brazil's haven't they really kicked a bar the whole season. It's been lackluster. Um for whatever reason it is, I don't know if they think they're they're better than what they are, because um, they, they've won the league. They think that's it. That, that's them that they, they're expected to win them. It's as if they think they're bigger than what they are. They can just turn over teams, and teams are only going to let that happen. And for Golson to come out with that yesterday now and saying teams are like that's going to make teams even more determined to go for Rangers. I don't know
2: really... the. <laughs> You can justifiably say they haven't kicked a ball all season Because they are top of the league And they're four points clear of Celtic in second place But yesterday, taking in isolation simply was not good enough Conor Golson's remarks are laughable The whole 10 in a row business Stopping Celtic from getting 10 in a row Too many players subconsciously believe They've done their work At Ibrox Okay thank you Thomas
1: 01419511025 It's a great time To get your call in We'll get some travel And you could be up next
0: 01419511025 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super
1: Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Alex Ray Are in the building It's 01419511025 Such a busy day uh, for Rangers fans Because you're getting over that disappointment yesterday Or, or trying to And Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has spoken for the first time So what have you made Of what he had to say Pick up the phone And let us know Celtic fans You're through to the final What did you make of Saturday's performance? Same number to you 01419511025 uh, Let's bring in Stephen In East Kilbride How would you sum it all up Stephen? Disappointing
9: Um Disappointing from yesterday's perspective and exciting from today's perspective and that you know we've got a new manager in. Um I mean you can analyse and over analyse things. Rangers haven't been very good this season. Um still four points clear at the top of the league. Got a chance, I think, to get into the last thirty two of the Europa League with a victory on Thursday night. Yeah, disappointing that we get knocked out of the cup yesterday. Um but if you you know, I was at the game, um you're three 0 down after thirty-five minutes or whatever it is. You can analyse the goals. You can say individual error for the first one. Second one, I thought it was a very well-worked goal. You could maybe criticise McGregor. I don't know. I've not seen the various different angles. And then the third one was a clumsy challenge for the penalty. Rangers could have huffed and puffed um, for the rest of the game and and not really knocked the house down. Um, Plenty of possession, plenty of endeavour, lack of creativity, substitutes. Yeah, you could look at the substitutes and say... Was it wise taking Kent off? Was it wise taking Arevo off when they were creative players? Uh, I, I think that there's plenty to be optimistic about and I think you could maybe look at the body language of Steven Gerrard in the last few weeks in that he was unsettled, unhappy and that could potentially rub off on the players. Um, two former manager changes mid-season for slightly different reasons and that managers were forced out the door or sacked in terms of Dick Advocat and Paul Le Guin. Alex McLeish came in Good squad, won two cups. Walter Smith came in to replace Paul Le Guen. Not not that good a squad. Um, seriously underperforming at that point and won two cups in the the six months that were there. I think there's there's plenty to be optimistic about. You know these players don't become bad players overnight. Um, I, I'm 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 very much in the glasses half full camp. Disappointed after yesterday, but you know you have to dust yourself down and move on. There's a game on Thursday night and you know. Hmm. There'll be fifty thousand bears at Ibrox, running the,
1: the team on. Does the those of you those of those Rangers fans, Stephen, who are not as I don't know forgiving or calm or optimistic as you are, though, are they not fearing that, that 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 is the point that at the moment, whether they're right or not, we'll find out in time. But at the moment, they're worried about Thursday because of yesterday, and they're looking at performances this season, and are worried that the four points at the top is going to disappear, and worried that they you know there won't be that progression in Europe
9: do you know what I said I mean I said to your producer right come the 19th of December Celtic are going to be playing in a cup final we ref- would have probably played 24 hours earlier and could have got three points on the board in the league right you know European football if we get through on Thursday night fantastic or if we get a positive result on Thursday night and we get through fantastic if we don't and Celtic are playing Thursday night football in the Europa Conference League and we're not playing Thursday night football but we're fresh for a Saturday or a Sunday in the league to me that's all that matters the league is the priority this year Um, you know Rangers financially need to win the league. Uh, winning the league cup isn't going to make a hell of a difference to Rangers financially. Yeah, it's a piece of silverware. This year's all about the league from a from a financial perspective, and I'm sure you know Hugh has, is, is you know is very good when it comes to comments about you know, finances and, and and kind of things like that. That you know fundamentally, boss Wilson said today. You know we're not going to you know force Giovanni to sell players. You know yeah we've got a player trading model. We've not really evidenced that yet it could happen in january if we sell a couple of players in january and bring in a couple of players would I be disappointed no I'd be delighted because i think things need freshening up we haven't spent a penny in two transfer windows um you know celtic are behind us in the league but celtic have celtic spent 20 million pounds in the summer albeit that celtic brought in 30 million pounds from the sale of two players Plus obviously Christy and
1: Yeah Let's put some of that To Alex Stephen You've covered a lot of Interesting ground What do you make of Stephen's assessment Alex he's describing himself As, as glass half full Um, The league's the priority That sort of stuff yeah. After yesterday
3: well, Listen clearly they are, uh, I think most people Affiliated with Rangers Will be disappointed On the back of yesterday Now Stephen's come on there I didn't quite see uh, You know As as much as he said The Hib's second goal I thought Balligan Sold, sold his cell You know he, he, he committed He dived in and then you have Golson's kind of trying to recover for him, and then you have Tavernier not quite sure whether he's stepping up or he's tracking a runner. If he tracks a runner, he has to go a lot earlier and and snuff that out. So, as a culmination of defensive errors, errors within that in terms of the league, we've had what thirteen games now for Rangers, and uh, they are top of the league. So you can't dismiss what's actually happening there. I still ha- I believe that they still have the strongest squad squad in the league. Uh, I think they've more strength and depth for most most teams the worrying thing going forward is they've got a really difficult run now Gordon the European game in, uh, in Thursday night's a big game because if you if you get a positive result there you're in a good position to try and progress in that Europa League or you can potentially go back into you, the Europa League uh, conference situation and uh, for me that would change things in, in, in their favour a little bit but they've got so many games coming up and again they have to iron out the stuff within the dressing room because clearly With the stuff that players are actually saying Standards dropping The spark and things Uh, I agree with what Giovanni said as well See see if you are a footballer And you cannot look
2: within And get that spark You're being in trouble Stephen said one thing that interested me Uh, Of course the league is the most important thing Because it offers access to the Champions League And it offers lots of money However All I ever read about and hear about At Celtic and Rangers Is that you must win Every week Week in, week out You must win There's this lazy frame of mind That's creeping in now That the Cups I mean League Cup Unimportant You know Since Stephen Gerrard got here Lost to Aberdeen twice In semi-finals In his first season Lost in the Scottish Cup To Hearts in his second season Who were subsequently relegated Lost to Celtic In the League Cup final Last season Lost to St Mirren And St Johnson In cup football Now they've lost to Hibs I don't think it's acceptable for Rangers or Celtic To say Ah, Cups don't matter When at the same time All you ever hear is You must win mm. Every week You must win Okay, no, well, part- uh, look,
3: Sorry God, I agree with that wholeheartedly See when you're at Rangers The, the, the demands of both, uh, we, we sat down and had a cup of tea Prior to come on the show And I said to him It's all about winning I've never experienced In 22 years of playing football uh, The pressures that comes With playing with Rangers or Celtic Because of the demands of the fans See this carry on About not winning trophies Or it's only the league that matters Are not doing well in Europe I don't subscribe to any of that
1: uh, Stephen thank you We're going to take one more Before the news Gordon Is in Airdrie uh, Stephen who's just been on Gordon was feeling Relatively okay about things Kind of glass half fully said And, and lots to Feel positive about Were you feeling positive this morning?
10: Uh, not at all uh, Gordon uh, I felt a bit disgraced To be quite honest um, I think some of the players Now at the club Think they're bigger than the club Um, I think Alfredo Morellis and Kent especially. For me, Kent had one good season at Ibrox and nothing since. They think they're they're destined for the Premier League in England. I can tell you right now, they're lucky to be playing where they are just now. I think Barasic and Tavernier have lost their hunger as well. In my mind, Nathan Parsons the number one for me right back all day long. So it needs a shake-up. and Some of these guys need to be sold on. I would sell Morellis, I would sell Kent. I would sell Barisic I would sell Tavernier And get new fresh blood in there Because I mean you know, At the end of the day There's guys in the the the, the in yesterday Probably walking 12 hour shifts And scraping a ticket To go and watch that yesterday They have no respect for the fans At all Some of those players And it's time they They, they manned up That's What, about,
1: what about the attacking side of things Alex? The defence has had a lot of yeah, criticism of um, well, Let's start with Alfredo Morelos sure. Now his Debates about Alfredo Morelos have spiraled out of control so many times where there becomes people who are desperate to criticise him even when he's done nothing wrong, and then there are people who are desperate to defend him even when 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 his form is wrong, and it's become very, um, very split. But if if he made his own standards, if you are Rangers' main man, you get more focus, you get more attention than other people. He earned that, and he done well to earn it. So why is he not the main man anymore, and how far off yeah. of it is he?
3: Uh, currently You're absolutely right Gordon Because I've been on this show Many times uh, Saying how good he is In front of goals And things And his link up plays improved. improved uh, What I'm seeing at the moment Is a guy who is Not pulling his weight For the team uh, I look at his general uh, Levels of effort and, and his miles off it You know And you're always compared To across the road You look at the the Kyogre as an example The work rate that A wee guy puts in so you have to at least do that. Now he's not actually pitching in in terms of goal to game ratio this season. I think he's got seven and twenty one. So it's one every three. He's getting for me that's not enough. So if that's not enough, you've got to be able to pull your weight and get around. I mean, the I've the seen but pe-
1: I've seen people say, "But oh, come on, he's not getting the service anymore." Is that valid or does yeah, he still need to do but, more? But the
3: thing is, see, if you're not getting service coming into the box, you still have to put a shift in in and around. See, a couple of years ago when Morelos was bullying centre halves, ragdolling him he was getting embroiled in like. And I mean, I don't mean getting red cards going I mean like actually kind of really asking questions To centre-halves I don't actually see that at the moment So he's going through a phase that he's clearly on a dip Work rate-wise and in front of goals And it's a dilemma for, uh, you know, the manager Giovanni Because he's now at the point where mm. you're thinking Do we have to take this guy out? Do we put Sakala in? One of the question marks as well is k Roof You know, his goal-to-game ratio is incredible mm. But then we're wondering, you know, with his injury situation, you know, because he's come back from uh, international duty and not been available.
2: Morelos has to prove that it hasn't cost Rangers a fortune. Because at one time there was a £16 million bid on the table. They wouldn't get half that. Not not remotely close to half that now. Unless Giovanni van Bronckhurst can put the rocket where the rockets normally go and get the player back again. Because this guy uh, is just strolling around. I think that remains a possibility Gordon Can
1: Alfredo Morelos be easily switched back on By the new manager Or do you fear that it's been It's heading one direction And, and not the one that you want it to
10: Yeah, Every player up here has got their self life Gordon so I don't know Maybe maybe he's just run out of steam In the in the Premiership up there And needs to move forward uh, Ryan Kent is the one that frustrates me You know he's, he's clearly got a whole load of talent But he's not shown it in the last couple of seasons For me And yesterday was terrible Um, So I don't know What the answer is But For me If I was the new manager now I would sell Morales, I would sell Kent I would sell Barasic And I would sell Tavernier Wow that's and, quite a list Alex Ray
3: Yeah listen I, I, Listen they're all kind of key players uh, I've heard people say in January With like wholesale changes It's not going to happen And uh Obviously, uh, Van Bronckhurst has come in. He will assess the squad over the coming weeks, Gordon, and he doesn't have a lot of time. What has he got? Six weeks before the actual window opens? you have to identify targets you also have to make sure that you're you're selling before you can buy so I don't think there'll be uh, a lot of changes in January and, uh, Van Bronckhurst will have to go to work with these guys it'll be interesting to see what they do and one of the things I don't know if it's a big bearing but I think uh, Van Bronckhorst and Mackay both speak Spanish so they may be able to relate to Morelos a little bit better in terms of understanding language wise
1: uh, Let's finish the hour with a novel idea Hugh that, look I, I don't need to explain the reasons why this is Glasgow it's Glasgow in the west it's Clyde 1 super scoreboard this is all is going to happen
2: uh-huh.
1: A bit of credit for Hibs Anyone Someone oh, without <laughs> doubt, They uh,
2: deserve it You know to, Four on the bounce They lost uh, uh, A supporters group Wanted Jack Ross Removed from office Ron Gordon Hibs owner Had to come out And defend Jack Ross he Even had to quote President Theodore Roosevelt While he uh, Defended Jack Ross um, So For Hibbs In general And Jack Ross in particular Yesterday was a day of the highest achievement Yeah,
3: without doubt You look at their uh, previous performances Gordon, two wins in the last eight Previous, on the back of
1: four defeats A Covid outbreak Not COVID played out, in three and a half co- weeks I was
3: going to say Hugh mentioned it earlier on Three and a half weeks not coming The players looked real refreshed It was a performance we'd actually seen In the earlier parts of the season Obviously they've had a bit of a dip It's now important that they now kick on
0: Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, slash football
1: Beat the Pundit time. It's a nice way to kick off a week. You come on here, you show off your footballing knowledge and in the process you embarrass Hugh Evans or Alex Ray. What a Monday night. 0141 951 1025. Lines close at 7.
0: Tackle the headlines. 0141 951 1025. Flight
1: One Super Scoreboard. Alex Ray and Hugh Keevens are here. We've been hearing from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst for the first time as Rangers manager. He says he'll look every player in the eye tomorrow, tell them what they need to do uh, to be successful at the club. Uh, He's been in touch with Steven Gerrard. He confirms James Tavernier will continue as captain and so on. Uh, Details of his backroom staff. So lots revealed today. What did you make of what he had to say? Keep them coming. And what about yesterday Rangers fans Where did that go wrong And uh, how quickly Can it be fixed Pick up the phone Celtic fans Great time to hear from you uh, Because we're going to hear From Ange Postacoglu On Saturday's victory As well Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun
0: For the best football news And opinion online uk Slash football
1: Let's do this first Quickly beat the pundit time Hugh and Alex Both standing by and one of them will take on Kevin From the drum Hi Kevin how you doing Gordon? Not bad, how are you more importantly? Oh, fantastic What did you make of the game on Saturday Kevin? Happy with that? Brilliant Yeah
6: Yeah, done what we needed to do
1: Say that again sorry? We yeah. done what we needed to do done, to yeah absolutely Absolutely, absolutely James Forrest man for the big occasion
6: Ah definitely Big game player all the time Legend
1: Yeah we're going to hear from Ange Postacoglu soon Let's see who Kevin will face tonight Heads It is Hugh Keevans And tells it will be Alex Ray it's tales. It's Alex Ray up against Kevin You've from Drumchapel. Mister Chance, the local there, derby.
2: Mister Chance, there. Kevin from the drum against Kevin, who used <sighs> to be from the drum. I
1: know, I know. Well, listen, you let me make do with Drumchapel against Denison. It's the match everyone wants to see. So let's give Alex some Clyde two to listen to, so that he doesn't steal your answers, Kevin, because I know that he would. Thirty seconds. Answer as many questions right as you can. Remember to pass if you don't know it. Okay. Okay. Right. Thirty seconds. Starting. Now, what nationality is former Rangers striker Philip Sebo? Slovakian. Who was named the Scottish Premiership player of the month for October? Jota. Name a non-Old Firm side who've scored five goals or more in a league game this season. Hearts. Name any St Mirren player who's been capped for his country. Mm, pass. Which Scottish Championship side broke a club record with their sixth consecutive clean sheet at the weekend? Mm, Pass Who's the longest serving manager In the Scottish top flight Mm, Pass Okay let's bring Alex Ray back Alex have you Mm. got us Yes 30 seconds Yes Same set of questions Your time starts now What nationality Is former Rangers forward Philip Sebo Austrian Who was named Scottish Premiership Player of the Month For October Uh, Eh Jota. Name a non-old firm side who've scored Five goals or more In a league game this season Eh Ross County Name any St Mirren player who's been capped for his national side McGrath Which Scottish Championship team blo- broke a club record with their six consecutive clean sheet at the weekend? Uh, Celtic Who's the longest serving manager in the oh. Scottish top flight?
3: Uh, top flight will be uh...
1: Quick, quick, quick Guess one Hurry up no. I can't even Too think long. Kevin, what do you think? It was close I might I just picked him, my hand, Gordon Yeah Kevin was decent Let's find wow. out how decent though Philip Sebo is Slovakian Kevin got yeah, that's it, it that's So straight goal. away I thought Kevin's a player Right see yes. if you're getting that Off yeah, the bat Yeah 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 Good
8: um, I mean, You know you know Gordon <laughs>
1: That's it uh, Jota was a player of the month For October So you both knew that You both got the next one as well Hearts and Ross County He went for Yeah. I think Kevin went Hearts You went Ross County Have oh. scored 5 um, so Kevin still one in front At this point Kevin did not know That Jamie McGrath Or Eamon Brophy Have been called up For their national sides before So Alex Ray equalises It's a good game Which Scottish Championship side Broke a club record With their sixth consecutive Clean sheet at the weekend It was Partick Thistle And Kevin oh. Oh, got no, it
3: no I, I was thinking Oh there.
1: The longest serving manager In the top flight Not that it matters Eight. You passed It is James McPake A three for Alex Ray And a four for Kevin in the drum Well, well done, done Kevin,
2: Kevin. <laughs> He's had
1: a good weekend didn't he? Well,
3: that's,
2: a drum, still out. that's a drum <laughs> chapel reaction Hugh That's Listen. exactly <laughs> what I was looking for Right Kevin Off up to Oliver's now For a celebratory pint You know Yeah you know it probably closed down in
1: 1975 still, yeah, yeah. Is it still, still, oh, there? still there? Oh it's still there yeah, yeah, Uh Kevin well done Good effort You don't mind that do you Kevin had a good He was a good standard He did yeah
3: The Cebu one in the Thistles
1: yeah. As soon as dummy. he knew that I thought Alex isn't bother here Right Absolutely. 01419511025 At Clyde SSB On Twitter I'm sure there's plenty more to come In terms of fallout from Rangers yesterday And uh, plenty more to come on Giovanni van Bronckhurst. Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu. Celtic are in the final, of course. Hibbs got there, they will face Celtic. Um, And he says, the manager says, persistence paid off against St Johnson. He was also happy to see James Forrest bag the winning goal.
11: Tough game, as expected. Um, You know, we knew it would be a really tough challenge for us. Um, You know, they're a side that can make things very difficult for you, particularly in these kind of cup games. And we knew we were going to have to be patient and uh, not get frustrated if if we didn't get a goal early and, and just maintain our sort of composure and discipline, which I thought we did. You know, under you know, ch- as I said, challenging circumstances. So, um, super pleased, super pleased for the players and and, and the staff. I um, Thought. Uh, tight game but I thought we deserved it. He's had a great start to the season and and we've kind of been patient with him to to get his body right because I knew once he was fit he's a quality player, he's he's a quality experienced player, he's a national team player um, and I know the way we play will suit him. Great for him to come on and I guess for us it's part of the reason we're we're kind of on a good run is because we have that ability now to put people on from the bench that can still make a difference so having that quality throughout the the group and pleased for him but you know, I think the whole group Sort of put in a good shift around
1: We discussed it on Saturday's show And Ange mm-hmm. Postacoglu summed it up really well You know the consequences Of a weekend like that And yeah. now when the League Cup comes And the semi-finals are in mid-November You're either into a cup final they can't just post The Kanch Postacoglu And great And your rebuild is heading In the right direction <laughs> Or your Rangers And by November You've been knocked out of the cup And you've not made it This That's why this weekend Becomes so important Particularly
2: where it's scheduled Now in the season Without doubt uh, Imagine how the Celtic fans Would have felt Had they lost to St Johnson And then Rangers go out The following day uh, It wasn't vintage Celtic I didn't think uh, Possibly that's because St Johnson are so difficult To play against have an excellent goalkeeper. Uh, I I thought Celtic huffed and puffed. Um, Jota uh, was the exception. Uh, Bertie Auld, as I said on Saturday, would have loved the Rabona in the first half. Bertie would have been up on his feet, applauding that. It wasn't showboating. It was an excellent cross and nothing was made of it. So James Forrest, I thought, come on and immediately showed a badder What you have to do on the big occasion He's a very young man, Abada He's in a different country, different culture I know it's difficult for young people like that But he has a tendency to disappear on the very big occasion Uh, And James Forrest came on, took his place And immediately made it count When you are in that rebuild that Celtic are in Alex You you can only really do a step
1: at a time they may lose the cup final They may not go on to win the league I don't know no, None of us know yeah. at this point But for Ange Postacoglu To get into that first cup final That's a, yeah. an important step isn't it
3: Without doubt Gordon It's all that matters uh, You know Hugh says they huffed and puffed I actually thought they'd done okay I thought Celtic looked as if They were more likely to go on and win a game I think their attacking options The style and the in Which Ange has uh, adopted You look at the last nine games as Eight wins in a draw I think it was against Livy So they're in a really good moment uh, they'll be looking forward To try and get uh, Into Europe as well um, With the, the European game Obviously Leverkusen Going to be difficult yeah. Mid midweek. However They're still uh, Kind of chasing down A position uh, To try and get Second spot in that group Gordon So I think they're actually Kind of competing Relatively well When you consider The, the turmoil in the summer uh, and I still think it's a work in progress I think he makes good valid points also When you think about Forrest Mikey Johnson I th- I'm su- absolutely certain That they'll add a couple of uh, bodies In in, uh, in the window in
1: January uh, And it'll just make them stronger Let's bring in Dominic Who's a Celtic fan in Rutherglen A successful weekend Dominic getting to that cup final Happy man, I assume
12: Very much so Gordon, thanks for having me on um, I know, understandably Most of the show's been about Rangers Having a bit of a mayor, But that's up to them um, I just want I've just want to stick up for the, the minds of the team I support. I'm supposed to go with. I want to give him a bit of credit because he's a lot of doubters. He's a, he's a big cultural change from. him. He's come over here. He's had to adapt. And I think he's made a few mistakes over the course of the season so far. But I think we're getting better and better. And if you need to win ugly to get yourself out of final, I think the guy needs a bit of credit. And he's staring a treble in the face in his first season.
2: <laughs> the <well, laughs> treble, treble, yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you need to wait and see how that one goes, Dominic. But he does deserve credit because he inherited a wreckage. Last season was from start to finish, desperately disappointing for Celtic, uh, and the wreckage that Ange Postecoglou inherited, uh, you would not have backed him to be as far ahead as he is by this stage. Uh, For him to win the cup uh, in December against Hibbs Would be a tremendous psychological boost However, we must remember to give Hibbs full credit for yesterday And we must guard against writing off Hibbs Mm -hmm. for the final Uh, But Ange Postacoglu has been true to himself I mean, he says he's going to go and play Bayer Leverkusen on Thursday night and take the game to them, you know that, that's some approach. Considering they beat Celtic for nothing at Celtic Park, but he's a man of principle, unshakable, immovable principle. So far, uh, and he will stand or fall by what he thinks should be done for Celtic. And I think he, he, after the game, I, I, I love listening to him now. After the game at Hamden on Saturday, I thought he spoke perfectly about Bertie Ald and the whole occasion because. Those players went out with an awful lot to live up to. You know, the The displays at the Celtic end of the ground were terrific. You have got to come off that park in the cup final. Otherwise, you have sent 30,000, 40,000 people home. Very, very disappointed. So Ange Postacoglu and his team stood up and in the end were counted. Dominic James Forrest has had a long and
1: very successful Celtic career. His relationship with the Celtic fans varies. I think depend not not on his part, but the fans um, are often split on his contribution. But the, the haul of semi-final goals and final goals and and moments that he stepped up is unquestionable, isn't
12: it? I, I, I said to my friend I was watching the game with ten minutes before Forrest came on. I says, I bad it off, Forrest on. Forrest will score here." He, he scores four against St Johnston in, in one game. I says, uh, Forrester man. I says, I bad off Forrest on the scoring. it happened. Uh, um, no, as I said, I was literally just only to give Poster Coggle a bit of credit. It, I mean, the, the amount of doubters and stick he's had. And as I said, look, he's, he's, in a, he's in a League Cup final already. And I know you said a chuckle when I said we staying a dribble face, but let's be honest. I mean, who's to say? We're getting better all the time, William. He's, he's learning from his mistakes. Uh, he knows better to play Kyogo. I mean, he's only going to get better than that. I think he deserves a bit of credit after all the stuff he's had.
1: Yeah, I mean, Alex, the Rangers and Celtics should get to most of the cup finals. It's just that's the way it is. That's the football food chain that we have here. But last season was a great reminder because. Celtic were were miles off it by their standards and went out of both Cups before they even got to Hamden. That's right. And then Rangers, who are who are the dominant team, who did not lose a league game, who barely conceded any goals, still didn't win a Cup. So this notion that it's easy to just constantly make finals and, and win Cups the way Celtic did previously, that surely got blown out of the water last season.
3: Yeah, but without doubt, you look at the St. Johnson winning both Cups, Gordon, and you know it was it's been a long time coming where you know Rangers and Celtic haven't really competed at that level Um, and he's obviously done the job that we set out to do and I always say this it's so important to try and get that first bit of silverware because what it does is it galvanises everybody and it almost kicks you on as well to try and go on and get the league and the Scottish Cup Because it just sets you up nicely
1: mm-hmm. James Forrest's contribution you know, you know my
3: thoughts on James Forrest I think he's a terrific professional The The job in which he's done I think even if you go back to the last couple of years Gordon, I think he scored almost 40 goals in two two seasons He's a big game player He scores on a big occasion uh, I think the Celtic managers on record are saying It's great to have him back And I think everybody within that dressing room Would be glad to have him back Because like he did mm. at the weekend He pops up with the big goals
1: The moments like that Hugh Does that allow... I'm not saying people weren't buying into Ange Postecoglou Because I think well, yeah, All the Celtic fans really who get in touch with this show are So I'm not saying that that they're not But again it's that consequence uh-huh. You go out that cup To St Johnson yeah. At the semi-final stage It's a big
2: setback isn't it Yeah uh, If both Celtic and Rangers had lost Saturday and Sunday We'd be dealing with <laughs> Two lots of <laughs> Grief uh, on this program tonight, you know, it, it it would be an awful anticlimax for the Celtic supporters uh, at Hampden, given that it was Bertie all night as well. Now let's see what Brian made of it at the weekend.
1: Brian, what jumped out for you? Like the other previous caller, no doubt a few thousand Celtic fans I too were screaming for Jim Solis to come on, and I remember I think
7: it was one a few years ago making this point. James Forrest actually wanted to leave Celtic a few years ago and but he actually wanted to leave because they felt he felt it was not contempt off to the team because he was injured. And I'm so glad that Celtic sort of stuck by him and actually sort of kept him and kept him playing. But I think it was a great decision by James Forrest also by Celtic as well. And I think he I think he's been a great player for us and I just wish him all the best. I just hope he breaks back into Scotland team.
1: Is that but the level is that the level of depth, Brian, that Celtic need to try and now get in every position because Abada's done well He's scored a lot of goals But he's, he's a young player Coming here And he won't always be at it So you then need the James Forrest to turn to There are obviously Still areas of that Celtic pitch Where That That can't happen yeah, I think James Forrest Over the years Has actually done Quite a great deal To Celtic And I think you know,
7: Abada's actually been, He's been That's that fitting To be honest And I think If Forrest gets fit gets in a team I would add to James Forrest and hopefully um Just playing there A few arms
1: yeah, but I've probably put that in a strange way Because for many people, when he's fully fit he, He'll he be the number one choice ahead of Abada So that's not necessarily what I meant But whatever one comes first
3: Yeah, listen, uh, obviously Abada started the season brilliantly He's on seven or eight goals He has uh, had a real big uh, impact We talk about guys coming to these shores New team, new surroundings, new expectations I thought he's actually done brilliant And the fact that you've now got James Forrest t- Chapping on the door but. I just think that James Forrest will eventually take over at bader because for me he's a big game player. Uh, sorry Hugh, I was just about to say and, and I think that the, the young boy will grow into a very good talent.
2: James in recent times has either been the whipping boy or the top boy. Uh, and the fans have given the impression that they, they, they don't know which way to turn with him. However, I think it was a timely return for James on Saturday evening. The fans have been... Intoxicated And I use the word advisedly By The likes of Kyogo Yota, Abada And he was a reminder of Days gone by It's It need not Always be About Yorta Abada Kyogo Here's James Forrest Someone with A A Cupboard full of medals From Nine, his time 19, at Celtic 19, 19 medals uh, <laughs> That's incredible And there he was reminding you why Thank you Brian
1: 01419511025 This is a good time to call I'm going to get a full time teaser Up and running for the guys as well And plenty more talking points from today And the weekend coming up
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One's
1: Super Scoreboard Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans Are about to team up on tonight's teaser I think even you two (laughs) <laughs> even you two <laughs> famous last words coming up are gonna squish this so much so I I want to see you do this without any incorrect answers I want a bit of thought I don't want you just throwing names at me willy-nilly James Forrest he's number 92 celtic goals can you name the eight other players with more than 70 since 2000. so James Forrest's number 92 goals for celtic can you name the eight other players with more than 70. Since two thousand Griffiths, Edward. Yes, Edward. Yes, Hugh. Uh, Give me a guess. Thirteen. Yes. Okay. Let's leave it there. Like I say, I, I I'm changing the remit. I want you to get all of these with no wrong answers. That's how easy I think this is. <laughs> I
3: can't believe you look at me with a serious face. Us too.
1: Yep. It's not happening. Believe at, me. I'm looking at the names here. I think you can do it. Oh one four one nine five one one o two five. Let's bring in Gary, in Kirk and Tillock who's a Rangers fan. Uh a bit of a spread on the phones tonight. Gary, some really unhappy about yesterday, some excited more more than that about going forward. What's on your mind?
13: Hi guys, how you doing? Good
1: <coughs> Hiya. Hi Gary, we've
13: got you on, you go. Hiya. Um it was just regarding Con- Conor Connor Goldson yesterday. Um without saying what a broken record, I just think it's a bit of a disgrace to be honest with you. Um it's a bit of a kick in the teeth to myself and other season ticket holders and the fans. Um, in my opinion I don't think He should play For the club again Seriously That that bad I th- I don't think He should play For the club again I think His head's been Turned months ago I don't think His head's been In the game anyway um, And I think To come out with that I just think It's a major Kick in the teeth To the
2: fans First of all to introduce A legal note here I'd like to see any club Try and sack a man For what he said in a press conference To be fair uh,
1: Whilst I'm not saying That it's a good idea Or it's going to happen You have to sack somebody you know, It could just be Alright you're not signing a contract Well, other players play ahead of you It, no, it doesn't need to be that
2: It was ill considered However uh, I'd ask you to Again Think about Steven Gerrard In a press conference saying uh, Do I look happy? Don't ask silly questions then You know uh, Did I not hear that Repeated somewhere Over the weekend Possibly Possibly (laughs) And then You know At the back of his mind He knows he's going Somewhere else Uh, It was an ill-judged Ill-advised thing For Conor Goldson To say Remember the stick That James Tavernier took he said that uh, When players get in Rangers' faces They couldn't really Handle it And James Tavernier Had to live with that For a long time But then You know Far less leaving him Out the team he went on to Captain Rangers To the the most important title In many many years for them So He shouldn't have said it It's so easy to ridicule what he said uh, But The horse is bolted now Yeah Gary Everyone on the show tonight The pundits included
1: Sort of agree well, Not not agree that he shouldn't play again But agree that it was a ridiculous thing to say So let me just try and explore the other side of it What if it's true? I know you don't want to hear it But if he genuinely feels That the hunger is gone you know, as well just, just flagging it up And sending a message out there And hoping that, that, that It sparks some sort of reaction
13: I think it gives the new manager An opportunity To draw a line in the sand And basically say If you don't want to be here Then you can say that To the rest of them as well I'm not saying wrap up his contract I'm, not, I'm aware that contracts Are there yeah. to, to be seen out I'm not saying wrap up a contract But you can basically Put a message out Drop the guy um, Make him train with the youth Or whatever That he, Someday a Rangers, a Rangers player should not be coming out with that. At the bottom line, that's it. What bit
1: annoyed uh, you the most? It's,
13: it's pretty disgraceful to come out with it. Even just to, even, to come out with that statement, I mm-hmm. think it's just
1: ridiculous. What what, the, what what bit annoyed you the most? The bit about the game being over or the bit about the hunger being gone?
13: I think the hunger, to be honest with you. Because I think, as one of the, one of the panels said earlier, one trophy and the hunger's gone. That, that doesn't make any sense
3: to me.
1: It Alex will, will Connor Goldson stay Beyond this contract do you think
3: It's uh, a good question Yeah you kind of put us in the spot uh, Potentially I think he's got a chance of staying Yeah, um, yeah listen I know uh, Gary's on here And he's, uh, it's understandable But I think most of the Rangers fans That I've spoken to Over the last 24 hours Are a wee bit kind of taken back By his comments As I said earlier on it's If you're going to do these type of things You keep it in house Gordon He's media savvy He's been round the block It's not as if you're talking about An 18 or 19 year old Who doesn't know what's happening So he clearly knows I get the impression That he's looking at others Who have lacked hunger I think he's trying to pass the buck To these other players And I think he should have a look At his cell as well uh, I don't think it Does he, the new manager Come in any favours Because the talking point is now There's no hunger In the, in the dressing room
1: yeah. So we've got callers uh, I rate about that tonight So um, I mean I think it was like Question 3 Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's Big unveiling Rangers have a a very sort of um, specific media policy. Usually, not yeah. many people go to these press conferences. Today was a, was was bigger. All the cameras were there. And third yeah, question absolutely. is: oh, By the way, one of your players says there's no hunger. How are you going to address that? Yeah, it's absolutely. Not ideal, is it? No,
3: no, absolutely. I actually think as if he handled it quite well because he says I'm, I'm I'm meeting the boys tomorrow. I'll address that. I'll be able to look at them in the eye. Um, Gary saying he does. She shouldn't play again. Listen, Connor Golson will play on Thursday night. It looked to me as if Balogun mm-hmm. Early on in the game Had an issue with his hamstring So that You're, you're one light in that department as well With Halander already injured you know can away I just feel as if they're struggling in that area
2: In a perverse way You might have done Giovanni Van Bronckhorst A favour Because he can look them all In the eye tomorrow and say You think your hunger's gone? Well I'll tell you what mm-hmm. Anyone who thinks their hunger's gone Take a hike yeah,
1: interesting stuff. Thank you, Gary. We're about to bring in David, so let me set this up for David nicely. Giovanni van Bronckhorst says he wants to bring a Dutch style of play to Ibrooks. He says they need to be dynamic and ready to change their style at any time.
5: Well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm brought up as a, in Holland, so we all know the four three three system. I'm uh, familiar with as a, as a player with all the teams I played with, uh, but also as a coach, I'm. You know, I'm uh, very fond of the system as a, as a starting point. I think you can have uh, many systems within a game, depending on which uh, opponent you're playing, if they're pressing really high up, if they're defending really deep. So I'm, I want to make sure that my players know the different ways of playing against each system. And it, that's the most important thing, because I think modern football is more about the, the dynamic, and also the, the, the dynamic in changing uh, Winning games, so for me that's the, the most uh, important thing to work on from uh, from day one.
1: So, David, it looks like a four three three system, which is what Rangers already play. But you spoke about some others as well and being flexible based on yesterday and where Rangers are at. Who who's got the most to prove to Giovanni Van Bronckhurst out of the the current regulars, David? Hi Good
14: evening, panel. Um, I think Alfredo Morelos more than anyone. Um, I often hear the criticism of James Tavenier non-stop He seems to be the scapegoat for everything The scapegoat for his defensive errors The scapegoat for the fact we're not scoring enough goals I think more fans need to start taking a look Or centre forward And to be quite honest His lack of professionalism That's allowed him to get to the stage Where he's effectively looking about a stone overweight. I mean Alex I said this earlier and it's so...
1: It's so interesting to spot people's view on on Morelos And how much of it is deep-rooted and stuff Not willing to change Because people have David's come on and said Tavernier and Goldson They're getting too much criticism Why are we not looking at at Morelos? And other people out there are tweeting away And going Why is everyone criticising Morelos? Other people that should be getting it
3: Yeah, well, what happens after a result like that? You get the scattergun, uh, Gordon. And I know Tavernier didn't have a great game defensively. He was uh, impacted in the first one and then obviously he had a part to play in that second goal also. Um, You look at his overall performances, even if we just take the league, Gordon, he has the top assist from right back in the league. Mm. So you have to look at also the positive. So for me, it still outweighs what he's doing defensively. They're top of the league. Um, I've said about Morelos... If you do not As a fundamental basic You have to be able to put a shift in And I don't quite see that First and foremost And that's what you need to bring to the table You have to be bullying centre-halves You have to be running the channels He's very easy to play against at the moment Because he constantly keeps coming to the ball At no point is he looking to mm. bust in behind. And the one time he did bust in behind From the through ball by a rebound mm. He didn't have the pace to get away from it so And that- was
1: the problem yesterday People there are, there are a section of Rangers fans out there There is a section of Rangers fans Who keep saying Yeah but his link-up play is good Yesterday, a couple of times he dropped into that hole 35 yards from goal Picked up the ball and then yeah. booted it out of the park So when, once that goes And you're then not getting in goal scoring positions That's when you've got a, a yeah. bigger problem on yeah. your hands Presumably
3: there was, there was a real frustration going on. I was sat uh, with some people I was uh, in some good seats yesterday And uh, his general link-up play uh, yesterday Was very, very poor I was really surprised that he actually managed to say You know, we obviously haven't really touched on The, the substitutions that the guys made for me how he stayed on the part is beyond belief
1: David How does this play out From here then Under the new manager Because there's this School of thought Amongst many Rangers fans And many pundits And we had the discussion On Saturday Where Gordon and the guys said Well Morelos will play He'll play tomorrow It's a big game It's a cup semi-final And therefore Morelos plays Because he's the main man When do you stop Saying that though You know When, when do you When do you stop Using that as an automatic Reason
14: I would suggest Immediately um, you've got Roy McKay coming in Who obviously played up front with Bayern Munich Where he's going to be working with the forwards So I would hope that he's going to come in Take one look at him and say You're on the bench until you get your waistline sorted son. Um, I think this goes back to Stephen Gerrard as well though In terms of we allowed Itton to go out on loan Now it was the same thing that Gerrard's done A few times over the years Where in pre-season A he went on about what a great pre-season Itton had had And then within a couple of days of that statement He sent him out on loan He did the same a couple of years ago With the whole Ross McCrory incident After we played against Celtic Said that's Ross McCrory's shirt First game back after the winter break Ross McCrory was dropped He, he has, he had oh, Sorry, past tense He had a habit of contradicting himself In his decision making In regards to statements that he makes And he did it with Itton as well so we're left now without a centre forward that can hold the ball up, that can poach goals. Because Sakala might come good, but he's not that type of centre forward. It might be if we adopt a different style with Van Bronckhorst and we allow ourselves to have a forward to play on the on the shoulder of the last defender and use his pace. But at the moment we're relying on Morelos because of our style of play, and quite frankly, his professionalism is absolutely disgraceful. To allow themselves to get into that shape, but I would also question the previous management team, every one of them, who allowed it to get to that stage, because they've all seen what we've all seen the last few months.
2: It's a valid point, because the the Gary McAllister Stephen Gerrard uh, management team have overseen the decline in Alfredo Morelos. Here we have a player who is Rangers' top European goalscorer, a player who became a sensation. When he came here for a very humble fee and scored goals for fun, they had the £16 million offer on the table from Leo and didn't take it. And his value has depreciated dramatically to the extent where people are now coming on the programme saying, just get rid of him. Uh, he, about, for me, above all other players in front of Giovanni van Bronckers tomorrow, has the most to do, the most to prove. And the furthest road to travel It's up to him He either gets the head down Gets the weight off And gets on with it Or He'd be better off going Suppose though Alex
1: You need to know for sure That someone else is better And is going to come in And Sakala has shown Scored a hat trick at Fir Park I think he went off and scored one for his country Is he ready to be the guy that Rangers hang their hat on In big games in League Cup semi-finals I guess that the answer to that would be yeah. Unsure Probably yeah, at the, the moment
3: Jury's still out Gordon And uh, you've got KmR Roof As I said earlier on the show His goal to game ratio Is absolutely incredible uh, But he has uh, Issues with uh, Keeping fit uh, the caller makes a good point there with Cedric Itton You know he is a different type. We've seen that last year when uh, Motherwell came to Rangers, mm. managed to change a game up just because of his physical presence. Yeah, now. I
1: don't know why Rangers Fringe strikers love scoring against Motherwell so much, <laughs> but uh...
3: anyway. <laughs> and uh, but you know you look at Itton as well. He's gone to the Bundesliga, I think it is, and he has scored Is it two goals in fifteen games overall. So it's not he's hardly been prolific. So no one's actually been like I'm going to be the main man. No one's grabbed mm. it with a. The scruff of the neck, Gordon So that's the reason why they constantly go back to Morelos uh, Because he has been over a period of time And you're just looking for him to reignite we, we all know that he can do But at the current time he's not doing it
1: What did you make, briefly, of what you heard from Giovanni van Bronckers Tactically how Rangers will yep. likely go about their business?
3: Yeah, well there's a kind of stability about the the four-three-three In terms of what you're inheriting The players know that system uh, It was interesting because he says We will definitely be flexible in relation to Who we play against In terms of personnel So it's, a, it's it's not just a manager It's going to be 4-3-3 But it can be uh, Versatile within that Depending on I the I think you mentioned
1: 4-2-3-1 as well yes. As being the...
3: No and I, and I like that Gordon Because the one thing With Stephen Gerrard He was pretty much You know It was the odd occasion That he, the, the fans were clamming For two up front mm. uh, Against teams So I like the fact, I just want to see what he's going to bring to the table, Gordon, because clearly they've been schooled in the old Dutch way of football.
1: So if he brings that, I think most Rangers fans will be happy. Thank you, David. Time for me to talk about something far more important than football.
0: Cash for Kids, Mission Christmas.
1: Yes, it is that time of the year. Clyde One's Cash for Kids, Mission Christmas is back. We know that Christmas this year is going to be particularly difficult uh, for a lot of local families due to the pandemic, those who are just about managing to get by beforehand, well they've now been tipped further into poverty or maybe even have reached crisis points. So to try and make a difference, you can support Clyde One's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. Let's hear a bit from Joyce Bell. She works for G15, that's a group in Drumchapel who offer one-to-one support for young people. She's going to tell us a story of one family that she works with that could barely afford to have their heating on.
14: The vouchers allow them to buy a hot water bottle or a wee furry blanket. They bought the sales water bottles, but they bought water bottles for everybody else in the house. So everybody had a hot water bottle to go to bed. I thought it's twenty twenty, you know, last winter. And I thought shouldn't we shouldn't be doing that these days.
1: We should not. Incredible. In some parts uh, of the country as many as one in two children living in poverty. One in two now, we can't always make it a magical day, but with your help, we just want to make it a little bit different this Christmas Day for thousands of children right here on our doorstep. We guarantee every penny of the funds raised goes straight back to support those families who need it the most. To find out all the details, you can donate at ClydeOne.com forward slash mission. And that's Cash for Kids, Mission Christmas with J&D Peer Structural Steelwork Fabrication and Construction.
0: Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 01419511025 Clyde One
1: Super Scoreboard. What a quick show it's been! Hugh Keaven's and Alex Ray. We're on the home straight already. I think we could extend this. We've not even got round to discussing some big games from the weekend. We've scratched the surface on a number of things. Um, that was always likely to happen after Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's press conference and Rangers' performance yesterday. Uh, on the teaser, we're looking for, apart from James Forrest, eight others with more than seventy Celtic goals. Since two thousand, you've got Griffith, Sedward, and Sutton Larson mm. Oh, must be Henrik. Must be there.
3: Yeah, but it's since after after two thousand, hasn't it?
1: Okay. Yeah. So no, no, no. They, so did they get them all since two? Th- yeah. So Henrik Larson's is not on it.
3: Well, Dumbelly would be in the bracket. We don't you
2: know. No. Stop it. Didn't get enough. Uh, Harson. Uh, yes. Gary Hooper. Hooper. Yes. Chris Collins. Chris Collins. Shout,
1: yes. Okay, we'll leave it there. I think you've got Ooh. two to get, three to get, is it?
3: Two. Yeah, I I've got another one if you want to throw in. Yeah, I think so. Big Sammy.
1: Yes, okay, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there plenty Look of at time. Yes, <laughs> yeah, Samaras 74. Just over it. Yes, yes. Um on the league at the weekend, big winners Dundee
2: United, Motherwell. Oh. What did uh, you make? But, you know, Dundee United now on the same points as Hearts. Incredible. Climbing up that table. Uh, uh, Motherwell, I thought, terrific. I was uh, taken aback by just how poor Hearts were at the same time. You know, it can happen in the one game. One team is uh, exceptional and the other team is exceptionally bad. And Hearts, given the incentive that they had at the start of the day, if they had won at first part, they'd gone above Celtic and into second place. They were rubbish.
3: The fact that you talk about Hearts You won one in the last six So mm. you're know, clearly in a little bit of a difficult moment
2: You're, you're looking for teams, Alec you know, To sustain a run in the league And keep on Celtic and Rangers' coattails And give us something to talk about And Hearts were supposed to be that team And that the, the results like that Must have Robbie Nielsen scratching his head um,
1: um, Dundee United, probably. I think, have announced tonight That uh, a fan, a fan, has been... Had the season ticket removed um, banned for life I believe um, As well in relation to an incident Involving Funzo Ojo At the weekend uh, I'm you, sure we witnessed that, Gordon.
3: We witnessed that And we, were, we couldn't believe what it was said I think Hugh gave his howler as well In terms of the Bobby Madden Administering a, a yellow card for that uh, Under the letter of the law By actually walking a couple of steps But I, I have to say It's it grand, is it? extremely harsh On the back of what happened The here. thing
1: for me Hugh And but most others is See if Bob, see if Bobby Madden Does not send Funzo Ojo off uh, Who cares Who in their right mind yeah. Criticises that So yeah You can always look at The letter of the law Afterwards and say Oh well he took two steps Towards the fan yeah. And therefore That's an automatic booking Fine But if it falls into That category of If you don't do it Nobody cares Then
2: uh, There has to be a little bit Surely just neither. A loom of a little bit of Sort of common sense Yeah Um my feeling is that the the, the the suspension And remember, you're talking about Being out of the game against Celtic next Sunday Which is a big game for Aberdeen Because they're they're pretty poor right now They're in that top, uh, bottom six They've lost the same number of games as Dundee And Dundee are second bottom uh, But they'll be without Ojo as things stand For the game against Celtic I just think it's desperately unfair That he did show restraint he was the victim uh, of what I've been talking about. That players have to feel safe. The football pitch and its surroundings are their workplace, uh, and you have to feel safe and secure in your workplace. Uh, i was also disappointed by the reaction of the Dundee United fans in the Eddie Thompson Stand. You know, they they know mm. what's happened. They're looking at it. Yeah. And they have cheered when they get sent off. Oh. Were you surprised to see Stephen Glass after the game? See, yeah, you know, in some ways, he has
1: let us down. You know, because we went down to ten men. I didn't quite get it. I, was I, quite I, I, I just
3: didn't get it at all, Gordon. We all we all witnessed the push. He uh, has uh, part to play in it. Ojo, was nothing. There was no. There was zero uh, part to play. And I mean, for me, he,
1: I guess by the letter of the law, he's not shown enough restraint. But he's shown more than. Most people would
3: Yeah I have to say He did very well You know because the, the individual as well Went towards him again After You know he's went What are you playing at um, Listen we don't want to see that Gordon we want that outlawed The the fact that Dundee United Have moved swiftly mm-hmm. Is to be commended
1: uh, Right big week Coming up in Scottish football yes. Huge Europa League game Celtic have <laughs> obviously Got a really tough test They've done Relatively well To get Still be in with a fighting chance Going to the, the Bay arena Is going to be tough Rangers-Sparta-Prague Giovanni Van Bronckhorst walks into that dressing room tomorrow, Alex. Yes. What does he say? What's the how does this week play well, out for Rangers? Well,
3: he has to galvanise them, Gordon, because clearly they'll still be feeling uh, the the effects of uh, yesterday's defeat. Uh, no one likes to lose in the manner which they did. New managers coming in, he'll have to get his coaching staff bright and breezy, trying to get them uplifted, and he'll have to find. I think he'll have to go to work right away because defensively it has not been uh, good enough. Going behind the last six games. You have to kind of try and get something going in that per, uh, department as well. I think, I think
2: it, obviously, it's the Rangers' advantage that the game is at Ibrox. Yeah, there will be a full house. There will be retribution in the air because the Rangers fans don't like the way Glen Kamara, in particular, was treated uh, in the corresponding match in the Czech Republic, and uh, that will be to everyone's advantage. Mm. But I, I think what do you say, Gordon? You say to a few people. Uh, as they always say in uh, mm. the Netherlands Your jacket is on a sugarly pencil Yeah, absolutely That's some a well-known
1: phrase, phrase yeah. over there <laughs> I actually noticed that Celtic's um, Christmas advert is out tomorrow oh. Hugh. You know that they always put a lot of effort into this yeah. And, and yeah, for a good yes. cause and all the rest of it um, I think Jota appears to be have the whole sort of George Michael yeah. routine going oh, on right, And okay. you, have you not have You not been asked to play a part? I think, I think surely at some point uh, in the, the future you will
2: You think the Grinch would be welcome there. Oh, Perfect yes. for you yeah. I've missed an opportunity Maybe, if you maybe ask the, the invite was in the post And I lost it There's every
1: chance Right let's quickly round off this teaser James Forrest Who are the other 8 players since 2000 Who've scored more than 70 goals for Celtic So Henrik Larsson started that off before 2000 So that's why he's not in right. Griffiths, Edward Sutton Hartson, Hooper Commons, Samaras One more James D. Forrest I said apart from him That's the no point sorry. of the right, question okay. uh, Anthony Stokes. Stokes. Sinclair No Anthony Stokes Yes Ah, There we go Well done That's
0: the first time ever
1: Yes (laughs) Good effort No clues Required an easy question For you tonight Right it promises to be A really really big week For Scottish football Do not go anywhere Between 6 and 8 this week Because tomorrow Well I'm sure we can have Our our speculative fun About what went on In Giovanni Van Bronckhurst's First day Uh, We'll look at what the future Has in store for him And on Thursday night, Bayer Leverkusen, Celtic Rangers, Sparta, Prague as well. There is never a dull day in Scottish football, so make sure you join us between 6 and 8 tomorrow. Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna will be here. And in the meantime, you can stay right there. Callum Gallagher is up next.